Hey folks, this is the Jason Wright Show, where the mission is to improve always in all ways. Let's do this. Ah, fear. Let me tell you something. I have a confession to make. I am one of the biggest battlers of fears that I've ever known. I, I, I have let fear drive so many of my decisions in life, I've lost count. And I remember one time a pastor once said, an acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. And it's so, so very true. I think it was the author Balzac that once said, our worst fears lie in anticipation. So what both of these statements mean is that most of our greatest fears essentially only exist in our head. They're not real. Look back on the course of your own life. How many times has the absolute worst case scenario ever actually come to pass? Most likely, not that many. I remember sitting one time and at my desk as a grown man, I was in my 20s and I was brought to tears. I was at a job that I hated. I couldn't stand. It was absolute misery. I had to drive an hour and a half in traffic to go to a job I absolutely despised. Never felt like I was making any headway. And I sat there brought to tears. And you know why I was in that job? It was because of fear. Let me explain. I started my career with a company called Computer Sciences Corporation. I was actually hired by the president of the division that I worked for, Bob Denny. Bob, if you ever happen to listen to the Jason Wright Show, let me explain something to you. You were an incredibly good influence on my life, and I am sorry I ever left working for you. At the time, CSC had what's known as a put option. And I won't go into all the boring details of what that means, but essentially a company called Equifax, the large credit reporting agency that you've most likely heard of, Equifax had the option to purchase the division of the company that I worked for. So we always kind of walked around with this guillotine over our, over our heads as to whether or not this was going to be the year that Equifax exercised their put to purchase CSC's credit division. Now, granted, it never even occurred to me that I could make myself so valuable that in the instance that an acquisition were to come to uh, to pass, that I would be so good that they would keep me on. That never even occurred to me. Instead, it was just a foregone conclusion, no matter what, if Equifax exercises their put and buys CSC, then that's it. I'm out of a job. I'm going to lose a job. So what did I do? I decided it was time to go find another job before it was too late. A very dear friend of mine that I worked with at CSC, he had been recruited by the CEO of an executive search firm to start a division of his company, and his name was Chris Myers. Chris, if you're listening to this, the guy that hired me for my second quote-unquote real job, I am sorry I ever left you. This guy was like a brother to me. He was an incredible human being, great to work for, had as much of my interest at heart as he did his own. 
but it was a small little startup and it was a mostly commission-based job. And we were about to have our first baby. So what did I do? I ran. I got scared. I was fearful again. And so I went to this company called WorldCom. Now, a lot of you listening to this may not remember WorldCom, but and the former CEO is currently in prison. Uh, WorldCom and Enron were two of the biggest corporate scandals of the 20th century, and I just happened to be fortunate enough to be a, both, a part of both of those companies. I won't bore you with my Enron story, but here I was. I had run from CSC thinking that my company was going to get sold and I'd be out of a job. Then I ran from this startup working for a guy that was the equivalent of having a big brother for a boss, to go to the warm embrace and security of WorldCom, a company that ended up going out of existence. And as I sat there, I thought to myself, what have I been running from? If you notice something in every instance that I've mentioned thus far, not one of my fears came to pass. In fact, CSC was around for 20 years after I left. And it didn't go away as, the res- as a result of Equifax purchasing them. Chris Myers, the guy that I mentioned, he is a multimillionaire and is still the CEO of that little startup that I ran away from. And WorldCom, the company that I ran to out of fear, it no longer exists. Its CEO is in prison. And here I am talking to you on a podcast <laughs> about fear. Fear makes us do dumb things. And so what I wanted to do today was to try to sympathize with you, my listener, as someone who might, maybe yourself, you have struggled with fear. You have battled fear. This is something I have worked diligently to try to overcome in my life so that I don't make these bad decisions going forward so that I can make more clear-headed decisions. I may make the wrong decision. Lord knows I'm always capable of doing that. There is no shortage of my ability to make a bad decision, but I don't want it to be driven by fear. So that's what we're going to go into today. This is going to be five simple-to-understand steps to overcoming fear. And most of this came from my research that I've done on Michael Gervais. If you don't know who Michael Gervais is, Michael Gervais is one of the preeminent peak performance coaches on planet Earth. He coaches the elite of the elite, sports figures, business leaders, you name it. Dr. Michael Gervais is someone that has become somewhat of a virtual mentor of mine. Whenever I'm trying to overcome certain obstacles in my own personal psyche, I look to a lot of Michael Gervais' work. So I'm going to include some uh, bio on Michael in my in, in the uh, show notes here. But here are five tips that I have developed from reading the work of Michael Gervais. Okay, let's go. Step number one, you need to embrace the fear. Embracing fear means acknowledging it and understanding that it is a natural part of growth and exploration. Instead of resisting or avoiding it, accept your fear and use it as fuel to drive your actions. You have to sit there and think about the fear for a while, and you have to ask yourself for clarity, why am I fearful of this? And here's what will happen. If you don't embrace the fear, then what you're going to do is lash out and project. A lot of our anger is a result of fear. A lot of avoiding issues, avoiding people, avoiding tasks, avoiding great life-changing adventure is due to fear, 
false evidence appearing real. Embrace it. Look at it. Stare it down and understand it so that you can leverage your fear to make a better decision. Cultivate mindfulness. Mindfulness is the art of being present in the moment without being judgmental or reactive. Developing a regular mindfulness practice can help you become more aware of your thoughts and feelings and more easily manage fear when it arises. This has been one of the biggest benefits of mindfulness for me. When you start to just remove yourself from your emotions, when you start, now now don't take that wrong. Don't think I mean become a, a stoic cold fish, okay? What it means is this, when you feel something welling up inside you like fear, stop for a moment. Allow your consciousness that has already come into play, your conscious knows, your consciousness is aware that you're fearful, take the next step of asking why. Let me evaluate this. Let me remove my personal feelings from this matter and ask, what's the worst that could happen? And what's the likelihood of that worst thing coming to pass? Am I giving way too much stock to this thing that is not even of any consequence? Is this really a low stakes interaction that I'm giving high stakes behavior to? Understand it. Visualize success. Visualization is a powerful tool that can help you overcome fear by creating a positive mental image of your desired outcome. By visualizing success, you can reduce the impact of fear and increase your confidence to take action. Imagine conquering the fear and coming out victorious on the other side. See yourself doing it. Your brain will start to process that and you will have conflicting emotions. The fear will bump up against the reality of your most likely success. Take incremental action. Taking small incremental steps is a proven method for overcoming fearful interactions. Breaking your goals down into manageable tasks, you can gradually build confidence and momentum and overcome fear in the process. This is the step towards mastery. This is one of the things that Michael Gervais is so big on. That's why his podcast is called Finding Mastery. The best way to achieve mastery is to master the small, tiny, incremental aspects of a much larger test or excuse me, task. So master the little things and along the way, as you master, you'll keep building and building and building until you have mastered the ultimate task that you might have been afraid of to begin with. Reframe failure. I have said this, I think now on three different podcasts recently. Failure is a natural part of the learning process and it can help you grow and develop. By reframing failure as an opportunity to learn and improve, you can reduce the impact of fear and take bold, decisive action towards your goals. Look, when it comes to going out and starting a business, asking the girl out, at, you know, whatever the, the thing that is causing fear, you've got to reframe it. You've got to ask yourself, first of all, is it that big of a deal? Thomas Watson, the first CEO, I think, of IBM, right? He used to always say, what's the worst that could happen? I think that was him that would, would ask that question. What's the worst that can happen? When you will ask yourself that question, you'll find out, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. And if it does, I could probably survive that. And also, even if you don't survive the, the win or lose scenario, you're going to learn from it. 
Go back and listen to my podcast where I talked about how I think that Tim Ferriss not going to Stanford Business School was probably the best business decision that he ever made. Tim Ferriss, he started to cash in experience dividends. And so therefore, there was no, it, it took completely took the element of fear of failure in a business off the table because that was not the goal. The goal was no longer win or lose, zero-sum game. It was experience. It was learning. Remember, fear is a natural emotion. Everyone experiences it. If we can embrace it, be mindful, visualizing ourselves overcoming the success and actually achieving the task that we're shooting for and taking incremental action and reframing failure, you can overcome fear by achieving your goals. I hope you found this helpful. Do not let false evidence appearing real drive your decisions. Most likely, whatever your fear is, it exists way, way bigger in your head than it does in reality. Final note, do you remember when Toto in The Wizard of Oz, he goes sniffing behind the curtain where Dorothy's looking at this big, evil-looking, bald wizard that's scary? I mean, I remember as a kid, that scared me, that big screen. And then Toto goes over there to this little curtain and he's digging around and Eventually, Dorothy pulls back the curtain, and there's the wizard. He's a kindly old man. He's gentle. He's nothing to be afraid of at all. This is a perfect illustration of our fear. In our mind, the fear will look like the big wizard on the screen bellowing down. But in reality, it's most likely no bigger or no different or no more threatening than the real wizard. Just a little old man that's sweet and kind and ultimately help Dorothy get back home. Don't let fear drive you to bad decisions. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please go out and give us a five-star rating. And remember, whatever you do, whether it's overcoming fear, whether it's eating better, exercising more, showing more love, keep at it and continue to improve always and always. I'm Jason and I'm out. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means more to me than you can possibly imagine. And if you enjoyed it, please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five-star rating. That would mean the world to me. Also, follow me on Insta at Jason right now. And don't forget download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, the Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always and always. I'm out.